This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 501, the five C's of storytelling that will get you the job. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 16 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to instantly download your transcript from today's episode, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash transcripts, allearsenglish.com forward slash T-R-A-N-S-C-R-I-P-T-S. Today, our guest Ed is back to share with us the wisdom that he gained as a marketing and hiring professional in the corporate business world. He'll show you how to use stories to tap into the human connection between you and the hiring manager to win you the job of your dreams. Before we start, a quick message from our sponsor, Indeed. Are you hiring this quarter? In our experience, it can be a grueling process if you don't have efficient tools. But finding the right candidate who adds value to your business is so incredibly important. So why not ditch the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with great candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash AEE. Just go to Indeed.com slash AEE right now. Support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash AEE. Terms and conditions apply need to hire, you need Indeed. Hi, Ed. Welcome to All Ears English again. You are back for the second time. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, Lindsay. Thanks for uh, for talking to me again. No, glad to have you back. So we've had you on. We had you on a few weeks ago to talk about cover letters. So your area of expertise is marketing business and today specifically talking about interviewing, right? That's right. Great, great. But specifically today, we're going to talk about why we should use storytelling in job interviews to get the job. And I know that a lot of our listeners are looking for a new job, possibly in the US or the UK. They want to immigrate. They want to go abroad and work abroad. So why do you think we should use storytelling, Ed? Why is this powerful? It goes back really to the goal of the interviewing, which is why they want to understand how why to hire you. Yeah. And that needs to focus on the benefit to them Uh and make it easily understood. Mm -hmm. So when you're you're talking to them, you want to keep that in mind with everything that you do. Really, the idea is make it as easy as possible for them to say yes to you. Okay. And so when we're telling stories, are we kind of tapping into the human element, like connecting with the person? What are we doing to the person? Like, how is that making them kind of like us more and understand us more? That's a really good point. Uh, keep that w- word in mind, connecting. Yes. Because we'll talk about that in a minute. Because one of the things you could do is just list your skills, responsibilities, even accomplishments, and talk about those. Yeah. The reason you use stories is that stories are convincing. Okay. 
they make people understand and believe you, yeah. really believe the things you want them to believe, really need them to believe. Ooh, I like that. I like okay. that. Yeah. Now, I just use the word convincing. And that's an important word. I'd consider it to be sort of the big C word mm. of stories. Mm. You mentioned one of the others, which I'll talk about in a second. Yeah, cool. Okay. Okay, I like this. No, you're right. I mean, so making a list of our responsibilities or even our accomplishments is very drab, right? It's very kind of, yes. again, it's not human. We're not meant to kind of connect with people in that way. And this is a better way. So we want to encourage our listeners today to listen up, to take notes, and to try this in your next job interview, because I really do think that our listeners are going to see results from this technique. So, Ed, let's just break it down. So now we know that we want to use storytelling, but how do we actually do it? Can you give us a few tips on how to do that in English? Well, one, one thing to think about that really follows up on what you just said is that think about what convinces you more. If I tell you something like I'm funny, right, or I tell you some funny stories, yeah, clearly, okay, yeah. yeah. So, so what you want to do is sort of stay away from generalizations and cozy up to specifics, is the way I would describe that. Mm, okay. And how are we telling specifics in the story? Do you mean like dates and times and places and names and things like that? More situational results are very important to have specifics. Uh, one way to think about it is a good story. The goal of it is for it to be easy to follow, be engaging, uh, to have sort of a five-element structure, as I, I call based on the word start. Okay. And, and you're trying to build, let's say, three-minute stories. That's long enough usually for you to give these details, but for people to be able to follow it. I like that. Yeah. And they need to be linked together so somebody can really follow your flow. Okay. You mean we need to link all of the stories together or within the story, we need to link our ideas together? I mean, within a story, okay. you need to link your ideas together. Okay. So that you're not jumping from one topic to another, but it's like a story. Mm -hmm. It's got a beginning. It's got a middle. It's got an end. Okay. I like that. Okay? I like that. So can you give us an example, just to make this more concrete, of a story that you've heard from a candidate in a job interview, or maybe a story that you told yourself when you were interviewing for a job back in the day? Yes, yes. Bef uh, bef to sort of set that up, mm -hmm. let me talk about this five-step uh, structure okay. uh, that's built on the word start. Yes. And then I'll give you an example of a story that's built on that. Great. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. The the word the S really stands for situational overview. You want to under get them to understand why you're going to describe something that's significant, mm. so that they've got a frame of reference for what you're talking about. Okay. Then you move on to T, the first T at least, mm -hmm. which is the task. Okay. What is it that you have got to do? What needs to be done? And again, you know why that's important if you haven't completely clarified that in the first step. Okay. The, the, the A is probably the longest piece of this mm -hmm. because that describes the, the actions that you, you take and why. And here you can talk about the skills you've got, the both personally, your personal characteristics and your business skills, uh, and why those things are important in getting it done. Mm -hmm. Here you want to provide some insight, which provides some really a view into your thinking mm -hmm. so that they see what you can do, why you've thought about it. Often creativity will come in in this step, and, and people like to see that a lot. Um, and that's, so that's an important part of this. Okay. 
the place where you want to use a lot of specifics in, uh, sort of throughout, but is in the results section. Okay. Yeah. You know, what, what benefit did you generate for you, the, your company? And, you know, why was that important? Because that's the idea that will show them what they can get out of it for their organization. Yes. Yeah, that's huge. Is, that's huge. You right, really need to the, spell it out, right, for the hiring manager. I mean, they're not going to go and try to connect the dots themselves. They're so busy. So if we can connect the dots for them, that's so key to getting this job. Absolutely. Yeah. And and then the last one in the word start is transferable learning, hmm. because this is what you want to talk about is what you learned that you can take away and bring to them that will be valuable. I see. Right. So you start by talking about the situation, go on to what you had to do with the task, talk about the actions, the results, and then what do you transfer to them? So all those things flow together into a story. Mm, I like that. Yeah. So it's not enough just to talk about the S-T-A-R because that doesn't really, again, connect that final dot, which shows the hiring manager how we're then going to use the skills and the results that we created and use it in a new place, in a new job place, a workplace, right? Right. Because the way you talk about tell these this type of story is back to the word convincing, mm-hmm. is that these things are convincing to people because they've got in them the idea of connection that you talked about. Okay, tell us how more about you, that. What, what do you mean by that? Well, that's how the, you relate to them as people and because they can appreciate your situation. Yeah. Often they can say, I was in that situation, mm. and hey, that was a really good idea. Mm. So the empathy kind of fires in our brain, I suppose. Yes, <clears throat> yes. Yeah. You also, you also get across sort of three other C's besides the connection. You know, one is the content. This is what we really talked about on what you've accomplished, which is where some people will stop. Mm. But telling a story like this also gives people the sense that you're a good communicator. Yeah. You, you can take a project that you worked on for six months, boil it down into a story you can tell in three minutes yeah. to somebody who doesn't know the details and they can understand it. Ooh, I like it. So we're proving our communication skills, which, which is really important for pretty much any position that we're trying for. Isn't that right? That's, yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Remember, guys, as you get higher in your professional field, the thing that matters the most is your ability to build business relationships. That's what the new course, The Charismatic Connector, is all about. And you can get started with our free insider masterclass. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash C-H-A-R-I-S-M-A. See you there. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. 
Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. So that, that's an important step. And the last one is the contribution. What can they get out of it? So they're getting contribution. They're sometimes getting creativity. They're getting the connection. They're getting the content. And all of this adds together to be convincing. Ooh, I like this. Now, Ed, were, were you working as a hiring manager specifically before? I'm trying to remember from your bio. Was that part of your background? Yes, it was. Okay. Uh, I did a lot of interviewing of people to bring them on in my own organizations and then in other organizations that I was working with or for. Oh, okay, great. So you've seen this really very much firsthand and you've seen what makes people successful. And did you interview lots of international professionals or a few international professionals uh, for the job occasionally? As- Yes, some international professionals because we were trying to expand our business other places. Good. So did you find that this storytelling framework was more common in certain cultures? People coming from certain cultures tended to tell stories more often or did you find any trends there? I found more that most people wherever they are don't understand the power of this. Mm, I think and, that's right. and one of the real things that's powerful for people who are not native English speakers is that knowing your stories takes some of the pressure off Mm. because you can go in with sort of a toolkit of stories, which we could, we could talk about more in a minute if you want. And you you then use those to answer a variety of questions. Right. So, so you're not in there thinking so much about, well, what do I say? Um, How do I say that in English? I see. You're thinking more about, okay, I've got this story. Yeah. I've thought, I've thought about the general words. You don't want it memorized. No, no, no. Right. But you want the flow in your own head as sort of an outline that you can follow through. Yeah. And then you're trying. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, the idea of taking two or three stories and you go in with the confidence that these stories will be able to be used to answer many different questions. And then you find the way those stories work for different questions, right? Right. It's a little more challenging because the number of stories you need is probably more in the 10 to 12 range. Wow. Okay. That's quite okay. a bit. Okay. Well, let's jump into an example of a story uh, okay. so that we can make this super concrete for our listeners. And maybe we can also highlight some good phrases because I'm sure our listeners are wondering, this is really great, but how do I say it in English? And I know that right. at the end of the episode, we're going to talk about how some of our listeners could work with you to go ahead and work on those specific phrases because that's more of an individual task, right, Ed? But for today, maybe we'll touch on a couple of the phrases that could be very useful. Okay, good. Let me give you an example out of my background for a product that, at least in the United States, has become reasonably well-known. Okay. Um, So the situation here, the S, was the company I was working for at the time had acquired a health food product. Mm -hmm. uh, But they wanted to build from that base and expand it into other markets, into more mainstream distribution. Uh, and this product was rice cakes. Okay. Are you familiar with those rice cake yeah. things that are sold in grocery sure, stores? Sure, sure, sure. I used okay. to put peanut butter on them and eat them. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's going to be an important part of part of the story. Uh, <laughs> okay. At the beginning, there was a lot of internal skepticism about why we bought it, what we were going to do with it, because it was a food product. Right. 
And the key to food products is taste. Ooh, yeah. Okay. And rice and cakes this, have no taste. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. Especially when the first ones that came out. They don't taste good. They don't look like they're going to taste no. good. Okay. So that was really the challenge was to figure out how to get people to buy something. What were the other benefits and how did you communicate uh, that to them? Mm. So really it was to get into mass market distribution. I've sort of covered the T as part of that too, because you know you're not obviously telling people, well, this is S, this is T, yeah. this is this. Right, so of that course was the situation. Not. You know, the task was to expand the, the distribution. Okay, so that's the framework that we just keep in our heads, of course, right? And then we're yeah. just, yeah, exactly. That's how we're weaving through the story. Okay, that's right. Mm-hmm. So, so the A step, the action step, was my team really went back and looked at marketing fundamentals. Who are the potential target markets for this? You know, who might be interested in buying a product that had the benefit we knew it had of low calorie, all natural, things like that, mm-hmm. but get over this taste problem. Yeah. So so we needed to develop a, a, a isolated target and then come up with a, a selling message for them. Ooh. Okay. Now together as a team. We used some really inventive research at the time to explore some of these possible combinations of target and benefit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a research technique based on iterative approaches of different ideas to people and reacting to what they say. Okay. Out of this, we discovered a really interesting effect that I'd call the Diet Coke effect. Yeah. And this is the, when you have Diet Coke... You feel like, oh, I've saved some calories there. Now I can go and eat pizza, uh, right, which right. has a lot of calories. And I feel like even though I'm eating a lot of calories, I'm better off mm. than I would have been if I hadn't had the diet product. That's amazing how we fool ourselves, right? <laughs> That's right. So what this did was gave you permission to, for example, in your case, put peanut oh, butter yeah. on it. An- okay. Yep. So you could feel better about doing that. Without losing this low-calorie benefit. Okay, okay. And and then we worked with the advertising agency to develop advertising that really touted that message, showed people what they could put on top of it. Oh, my gosh. The, That's so funny. The res- yeah, the result of this was a very big success. Uh, at, in current dollars, it would have sold 60 or $70 million the first year, up from about five in health food stores. Wow. Uh, wow. was in the hundreds of millions within five years, and I I no longer have any connection with it, so I'm not sure. Okay. But it's still going strong. I mean, if you go in a grocery store in the United States, you'll see a big section that is still rice cakes. Yeah, for sure. So that was how you kind of solved that problem. And then what about the transfer, transfer of skills piece? Like if you were in a right. different interview, in this interview, how would you transfer those skills? One thing is the ability to do this sort of research to identify the target and the benefit. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people don't know how to do that. And I've actually, over time, done that for a lot of other products. But at the time, right after the interview, I would have been able to describe more how that worked. Because often in these stories, something we haven't talked about, you'll get interrupted. Yeah. And they'll say, well, tell me more about that. Of course. Of you, course. You don't get to tell the story sort of straight through the, the way that I'm telling it right now. No, it'll never uh, be that way. <laughs> right, right. I also learned a lot of perseverance in the face of skepticism. Mm. That if you've got something, you really need to stay with it and work through it. And particularly, the way to work through it is in 
combination with a team, a creative team that believed in each other and how we could move forward was really a key element of that. And my ability to lead that, mm. I think, is something that I could really bring into to other situations. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that's so that's that. You know, th- that there is sort of an example. I don't know how long I talk, talked, but it was probably three minutes, maybe four. Yeah. That would describe the entire thing to somebody. I like that. And, and I hope gave some sense of the, you know, the creativity, the insight, the things we learned out of what we did. And I think as you did, you can people can connect with that Diet Coke story. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was actually quite powerful for me because I do eat rice cakes with peanut butter. And now I'm thinking that your ads are what influenced me to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and so now if I were looking to hire you for All Ears English, for example, like I would really I would be quite swayed in the idea of like he understands marketing. That is so cool. I wonder what he could do for our company. You know, exactly. That's that's what you're trying to get across so, right. because the situations will always be different. But your skills and abilities can come through in solving new problems in new situations. I love it. I love it. So, Ed, today you've given our listeners a nice framework here to really go through a story. And we've also talked about the five C's. Do you want to run through those five C's one more time of what your story needs to do? Right. The big one is remembering the story is convincing. Convincing, yes. Right. And and it's it's convincing because of the elements that you put in it in using that start technique. Right. But out of it, you get not only the content, the second C, Mm -hmm. so people understand what you did, but you show them that you can communicate a a somewhat complicated story briefly for someone who's not in the industry can understand it. Yeah, that's important. Right. It then highlights your contribution Mm -hmm. to your company, which is what they're really looking for. Yes. Yes. And it gives you the chance to make that connection. Connection. That I think, even though you and I know each other, that you can feel from my Diet Coke story. Definitely. It's it's about kind of, I don't know, our taste as people, like what we want to eat and how we think in terms of food. You know what I mean? It's I can connect with the the way that you framed that in terms of the way people reason about, you know, drinking Coke when they've had a Diet Coke because are having pizza because they've had a Diet Coke. I understand that. Yeah. Okay. Good. So we want to encourage our listeners, guys, if you have a job interview coming up, go ahead and work out some of these stories in your mind. As Ed said, you should have about 10 to 12 of these stories ready when you go into an interview. And you Mm -hmm. will definitely see an increase in your results in those interviews. I love it. And Ed, so we didn't have a chance to get to, you know, our listeners, of course, heard the phrases that you used. But to Mm -hmm. hone in on the phrases, I think that's really something that our listeners have to work on individually with a teacher like you, for example. Okay. So guys, Mm -hmm. so guys, if you're, if you're interested in working with Ed to prepare your stories for your next interview, it's a two-step process to work with Ed. Your first step is to go to allearsenglish.com forward slash I-T-A-L-K-I and register on that page. When you do that, you get $10 to go towards your second lesson with Ed or with another teacher at italki. And your second step, Ed, is to go to your profile. What is that link, Ed? How can we find you on italki? It's at uh, italki.com slash business English Ed, all written as one one word. 
Okay, Business English Ed. I like it. That's your brand. <laughs> Very yes, cool. Yes, that is my brand. Okay, That's correct. Good, good. So you're, you know, I think that the last time you came on the show, Ed, a couple of our listeners went over and started working with you. So your schedule must be filling up. But I think hopefully you have a few slots open. And for any listeners who maybe want to just book a few classes, maybe they have an interview coming up. Could we do that? Certainly. Uh, I, a lot of people will call me right before they have an interview, but it's better if you have time to prepare this because it's not an easy process. Yeah. But it's what makes somebody stand out and really be unique in the market. And I really enjoy doing this sort of work, uh, helping people with this as part of what I do. Uh, I still do a lot of business consulting, but I, I help people with this mostly because I like it because it makes a big impact on people's careers. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've been in the marketing world. You've been in the interviewing world. You understand what works. So I think that you, Ed, would be a huge asset for some of our listeners who really want to go that extra mile to make sure they get the job. It's tough competition out there. So guys, I want to recommend that you go over and work with Ed at italki. So Ed, thank you so much for coming in and sharing this framework. This is very cool. And you know, I'm going to use this if I ever have to be in another job interview for sure. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's great. Well, thanks, Liz. Yeah, I hope it's it's helpful to people. When I talk to people one-on-one, it certainly is. It opens up a lot of eyes. Yeah. So I hope we've opened up some eyes and some ears here on All, All Ears, ears English. English. You got it. Thanks, Ed. We'll see you again soon. Thanks a lot. Bye, Lindsay. Take care. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.